Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League show. It's a show that's watched loads of Joe Hart videos this week in light of his retirement from football. What a remarkable talent he was. On today's pod we're going around the grounds, finishing off at Wembley for this Sunday's League Cup final. We'll also be asking if a crowdfunder should be started up to help build the new Old Trafford. To discuss all this and more, I'm delighted to have with me today a Friday favourite in the form of Andy Smith. Hi Andy, you there? Yeah, good morning Steve, how are you bud? I'm good man, how are you? Yeah, I think, uh, as I told you, just getting over a bit of food poisoning mate, well, but uh, yeah. but I'm feeling much brighter today, weekend's upon us, um, so yeah, um, I'm in a good mood today pal. Well, you told me off air that it was a result of a burger from a burger van, now this is something I remember I nearly revealed on a pod about a year ago and I, I bottled it I'm going to do it now Andy I'm going to share with you something absolutely disgusting <laughs> with you right um, so years ago I was about 10 and I was at Main Road and I got a burger and the bloke sneezed on the burger he <laughs> <laughs> was like right near the end he's flipping him and right just before he put it on in the bap he properly sneezed didn't put his hands over his mouth he sneezed onto my burger now I'm 10 I've got, you know, I've got pocket money. I've got no other money, you know what I mean? And I'm hungry. I ate the burger, Andy. Oh, Steve. <laughs> I ate it. You, I know. You, 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 you were very high up in my estimations, but you just oh, dropped a couple of points, mate. If I think bad, what was I doing? What was I thinking? Uh, but yeah, I was, I was hungry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm sure most people listen to this podcast have ordered and ate something worse at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere, so. yeah, yeah. I think like that is a, a coverall for a great many sins. I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it explains a lot in life, that does. Right, and let's get to the football. Um, another three points won by City and Liverpool midweek. Increasingly... This is looking like a tight three-way battle for the title. It's looking, it's looked like a three-way battle for some time, but the feeling is now with Arsenal looking really good again, this could go to the wire and it could involve all three. What for you are? We'll start with the strengths, um, and I'll chip in too. The strengths of the three teams involved. Do, do they vary? Are they different from each other? Yeah, very much so. I mean, I think Arsenal still have a lot to prove in the sense of. They've not won, and they've not won a league title in a long, long time. And whether they've got the, I don't know, whether the bottle, the nous to get over the line. Mm. Um, obviously, Man City and Liverpool have both proved in recent years that they do. Um, I know Liverpool have only won, won the once, but obviously they had that season where they got, was it 96 or 97 points? <laughs> um, you know, uh, they didn't bottle it that year. Man City were just too good. Um yeah. Andy, so, you just said something positive about Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, it's time. I, I mean, I, there are lots of positive things I could say about them. I just don't like to. <laughs> um, um, so therefore, I, I won't often. Uh, and I will make up for it by having lots of digs at them later. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Um, and obviously, like, the, the media machine is really, really chugging along for Liverpool now, aren't they? With old... Uh, Old Harold Shipman, the fist pumper, um, leaving at the end of the season. So, um, and that's just going to build and build and build. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, to be fair, you do have to admire Jurgen Klopp. He's come out this week and he said, as long as we can field 11 players, we're going to have a go at the weekend. Mm. Uh, they're only going to be able to field nine internationals and then start an 11 <laughs> of about 280 That's million. More like so it. <laughs> you've got to love that plucky, never die attitude spirit that he's got. Um, do, do you know what? Uh, a friend of mine is calling him now a Liverpool fan on, on Facebook. He's, he's referring to his team as the bare bones lads. <laughs> Down to the bare bones. Oh my god! But no, like I mean, half the injuries they've got the players that wouldn't get in the starting eleven. Now there are players that they they are going to miss. Yeah, important players, but like yeah, like you would you would think that they were like you know having to get people on loan from late in Orient to fill in for and the way that they go on on the way yeah. that the media build it up. Um, but anyway, back to the original question. Uh, yeah, I I would I I think Arsenal. I still have a lot to prove to to a lot of people uh, to stay in it. Um, I do think City will still win it, but there is something about Liverpool that deeply troubles me. In the pit of my stomach now, it could still be the food poisoning, but I, mm. I, there's something about them that worries me the way that they're going about it at the moment. Yeah, I'll go along with that. As regards to kind of weaknesses, I mean, we've, we've touched on Arsenal's, and clearly, for me at least, I, I'm with you on that one, that... It's psychological, I guess. Um, a perceived weakness, one that we've seen twice over in the last kind of twenty-four months. So who's to say that they haven't rectified that? We, you know, we don't know. Um, but certainly, there's a distinct possibility that um, they could drop points at the tail end of the season. Um, I don't think Liverpool would, and I don't think City would. If anything, I think it actually galvanises both clubs when you know they start to bare their teeth at that time of the season. So the opposite applies for them. Um, a weakness for City is, at the moment, just an odd one of we seem to be conceding first a lot. Um, we've done so in the last five away games. Um, we're not, you know, it's not, we're not exactly porous at the back, but we are consistently conceding goals. Um, whereas, if you look back two, three years ago, there was a succession of 1-0 wins for us, you know, in the, in the tail end of the season. Um, we just got over the line. Um, whether we can do that this time out with this defence, I don't know. Um, because, like I say, it's it's a bit of a concern that Liverpool, a weakness for them, that's quite interesting that. I would say, I mean, obviously injuries right now. Um, I'll, I'll pass it over to you first. What would you say is a weakness of Liverpool's? I just, I just think the balance that in the midfield, it's something that I thought at the beginning of the season would mean that they, I didn't think they would get anywhere near to, to challenge challenging the title this year um, and hopefully that still remains the case um, but yeah getting that I still think that they're, they're missing the, you know there's not a lot of Rodgers out there in the world of course there's not but that type of player who just can do you know is first and foremost somebody who gives that back for protection but yeah. ultimately can dictate the play as well um, while they've got players that can do that, like if you've got like two or three of them in there, um, but yeah, that that would be the only area that I think that they they look like they could improve at the the moment because they are on really good form, sadly. Yeah, and then their defence cops it, doesn't it? You know, so it's like a lack of protection. Uh, and then people just look at the defence and say, oh, well, they're too open at the back. I wouldn't say that they are too open at the back. I'm, I'm with you. I think that, that they had three industrial and, and industrious midfielders um, when they were getting 96, 97 points a season. 
Um, this time out, there's a lot more creativity in there. But, you know, obviously it's a, it's a trade-off, isn't it? And they don't yeah. have that Rodri figure. So, yeah, yeah, I'll go along with that. Um, okay, let's turn our attention to the South Coast and start our previews of the weekend's games with Brighton the Everton. Um, the Toffees are winless in eight. Is that a fair reflection of who they are right now? Um, I mean, I think I think we played you guys twice in that that period yeah, of time as that, well. Yeah. So, um, and I know, <laughs> I know a lot of City fans weren't happy with the way that we went about playing you at the uh, at the Etihad, but unfortunately, in the in the world of haves and haves nots, we we are in the have not stage at the moment. So you know, you've got to kind of do whatever you can to to stay within to stay within games. Uh, and I thought we did that really well. It's not often. Manchester City are going to play at home and have to wait until the 70th minute to get the first shot on target. So you must be doing something right, whether it's attrition or whether it's something you want to watch is another thing. Um, but winless in eight sounds like pretty bad. There's been a couple of performances in there which you'd hope that we would do much better in. But we've been competitive in, in, in all those games. Um, we've drawn quite a few of them. But we just look toothless up front. Um, you know, obviously Calvert Lewin. I think he's like seventeen games without a goal now. Um, McNeil and Harrison, um, whilst they, you know, do have certain qualities which are, have been really good for us this year. Um, I think between them, they've maybe really got five or six goals. Um, but Decore's back now. Who's been a, a, a huge, um, a huge boost for us last season, like in the last twelve months. Um, so yeah, so Touchwood getting him back up alongside Calvert Lewin. Hopefully, it means he can get back get back on the score sheet and help Calvert Lewin get on there as well. Can I just ask about Calvert Lewin? So on Wikipedia, um, on on you know your seasons page, it says that he scored against Tottenham, but on Optostat it says he hasn't scored for was it seventeen games exactly as you've just said. So was that goal taken off him? What was what's the score with that? So yeah, so it was uh, given to Jack Harrison. Basically, right. it was yeah. So it was a deep corner. Tarkovsky headed it back across the goal. Calvert Lewin, one of those things that you dream dream of. You know, when you say a striker just needs to just needs to get anything on it just to get a goal. It's two yards out. He puts his head on it, heads it towards the goal. <laughs> Harrison stood on the goal line and it literally flicks off his right. hip just before it crosses the line. <sighs> so technically, it's his goal. So yeah, so it's one of those at the moment where for poor Calvert Lewin, when it doesn't uh, doesn't rain, it pours. He's got the biggest XG underperformance of any player in the Premier League. Uh, I know, and Darwin Nunes plays in the Premier League, so that tells you how <laughs> that tells you how bad he's going through at the moment. The poor yeah. lad. I the fact that you're failing to score away from home, that must be a concern. It, it just doesn't give you a chance, does it? It's you know, of course we can kind of highlight Calvert Lewin, but. You've got a whole plethora of midfielders there, not least Decore, as you mentioned, who are capable of getting forward and making a difference. And um, I mean, this is a tough one, though, Brighton. Um, unpredictable as they are right now. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. The thrashing teams and then getting thrashed and then nil-nils. They're really hard to call Brighton right now. Yeah, we, we won down there 5-1 last yes, year. Yes, yeah. Um, which, but I mean, that was such a mad game. I mean, it was... I mean, I think we were we were winning three nil with like seventeen minutes to go, and I still didn't feel safe because <laughs> I mean Pickford was unbelievable in the second half, and then we got to four nil, and I was like, yeah, I can relax now. And then they scored a minute after, and I was like, no, can't relax again. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, it was a strange game, but I think we, I think we won there. To I think we've got a good record down there. I know we won there under Benitez. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Did we ever play down there under Lampard? I can't remember. Um, but I know. Yeah. So I know that we've we've, we've got a pretty decent record down there. Now our waveform this season has been good as well. So. Um, I'm not saying that we're going to win, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if we got something this weekend. Well, I mean, I, I kind of hope so. You know, it, it's um, you, you need the points, frankly, don't you? And there's teams around you who are doing well, which we're going to get to soon enough. But before we do, what about the appeal process and the imminent kind of revealing of whether it's been successful or not as regards to the 10 points? Um, when I put the agenda together, it was only yesterday morning, but I said there's every chance it'll have come out by now. It doesn't look like it's going to come out today because today is the kind of you know European kind of um, ties and, and the rounds and all ever be announced. You feel it's going to get put back to Monday now uh, at, at the very earliest. Um, I I get the feeling. I think if we're going to get uh, quite a lot of the points back, which I'm very hopeful we are, hmm. I I think the Premier League will try and do it when there is noise going on about other things. One of those where it's maybe not the first thing that people talk about. Because ultimately, if it goes to this appeal, we're successful and say we get seven or eight points back, essentially that's an embarrassment for the Premier League because it's saying yeah. you, you've handled this terribly from start to finish. As a lot of people think they have. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if we did try and release it under the cover of darkness, so to speak. Um, and so I don't is understand. there a chance it could come out today then? Because today would be a perfect day for that, as regards to you know, I say with all these kind of European fixtures being announced. Yeah, it wouldn't. It, it again, it wouldn't surprise me at all. We just got to wait for. I mean, they have their favourites who seem to work closely with the Premier League, won't they? Mm. So if David Ornstein tweets something, then I'd probably go off. He seems to be one of their. Boys. So yeah, we'll figure out what um, what what's going on really from when he releases a an article somewhere. But yeah, I just don't know, mate. Like it would be nice if they gave clear, concise communications to people. But yeah. it's the Premier League, so they don't do that. No, but they really bloody should. I mean, we're talking about this this week uh, on another pod, and you know, you're at the kind of you know the right at the end of it. You know, you're the one actually on the receiving end right now in. In this ignorance and just waiting, just waiting, and it's not fair and it's not right. Frankly, you should be told at the very least when you'll be told. Um, so yeah, and by the way, I've just looked at your record at Brighton. Oh my God, didn't know it was that good. Five one, you won obviously last season. Before that, yeah, you won um, two nil um, and nil nil. So yeah, that's not bad at all. That you haven't you haven't lost there for three games. So we'll take that. Yeah, um, which brings us to score prediction. I'm sorry to kind of undermine all that we've just talked about, but I'm going to go 3-1 Brighton. Um, what about yourself? Well, first of all, I'm crossing you off my Christmas card list. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go 1-1. Okay, okay. It's really hard to call with Brighton right now. And Everton, Everton on their day. You've become one of those on their day teams and you're rarely showing it right now, but you just don't know. You don't know. Um, okay, let's move on to United v Fulham. Um, and let's whiz through this as quickly as humanly possible because I'm afraid we do have to be kind of positive about United and complimentary even. Uh, Hoyland's banging in the goals now. 
Um, unbeaten in six across all comps. Um, are they, in inverted brackets, back? Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.